Welcome to the St. James Parish Podcast. Enjoy sermons, lectures, and special presentations from St. James Episcopal Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. Curious about what else St. James has to offer? Visit our website, linked in the show notes, to learn more. I'd like to begin this morning with the basics. Every single one of you, every single one of you, are a child of God, cherished, blessed, unique, truly evidence of God's wonderful work in this broken world. You are a child of God. Do you hear that? Actually, I believe that you know that. Those words resonate with the very heart of who we are as as followers of Christ, that through Jesus, God has chosen us, set us apart, named and claimed us as his own children forever? Yes, you and I know that, at least up here. And that's the thing. We can agree intellectually, yes, that we are children of God, but in our hearts, deep down, I don't know if we always revel in that element of our identity. We can celebrate that the most important thing about us ever is that God loves us dearly. But that is so incredibly easy at times to forget. Why is that? We could say that life for most of us is just so busy, distracting. When do we really take a moment then to ponder, let alone deeply reflect on the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to the end that all that believe in him should not perish? but have everlasting life. That's for you. That's for me. I would suggest, though, that it's more than just our busy schedules. If you're like me, and I suspect you are, sometimes we just don't feel like beloved children, or maybe we don't believe that we should be, or could be, or really are. After all, there are those moments in our lives where we speak or act in ways that aren't actually loving, that don't reflect on God's love for us, that wouldn't seem to honor God's love in the moment. But here's the thing. God loves us anyway. God loves us anyway. Did you hear the words in John this morning? See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. God loves us that much. And really, it's not even about us. It's about God. It's not about what we've accomplished, what we mean to accomplish, who we are. It's about God. God doesn't love the person that we might be, or that we've promised someone else we would be, or even the person that we're trying really hard every day to be. God just loves us, the real us. You know, that's the part deep down. But wait, just like that old Ronco commercial from 1977, there's more. John isn't even finished yet. Chapter 3, verse 1, the reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this, When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. Think about that. 
Evidently, there is something so mysterious, something so sacred about this part of us deep down, our true self, the identity that God has given to each of us, that the world most often doesn't even see it, certainly doesn't look for it, but it's there. Oh, yes, it is. It sits solidly beneath our surface, under our physical appearance, our outward dress, under our spectacular successes and our tremendous failures, our material worth, our abilities, our challenges. It's there, not yet revealed, but expert, expect, excuse me, expertly placed there by our loving creator. And like a deep and quenching well, it is available to us at any time to draw upon. Regardless, as our confession reflects of our sins of thought, word, and deed, by what we've done, by what we have left undone, still, we are God's beloved children. So maybe our hidden identity is also something of a mystery to us as well. When we stand there and look in the mirror, maybe at times we have no idea what God might do with us or through us or because of us. But our hope remains. Our hope remains that God has something good in store for us through the unique person God has created each of us to be. That, my friends, is how I start to think about what we might mean when we say that we, all of us, are saints. Over the centuries, for some reason, we've tried to change the meaning of the saints and also the meaning of the kingdom of God that Jesus says is so near to us so that we now think of the saints as those who are dead. And the kingdom of God as a faraway place we'll go to someday when we die, if we're good enough, if we've done all the right things. But the truth is, the saints, the people who love God, are all around you right now. This very minute, and because of that, the kingdom of God is just as close. May I invite you to look to your left and look to your right. Hello, saints of God. Now, this part is really important. The saints that we love with all of our being, those who have died and might make our hearts heavy this day, they're with us too. In just a few moments, we'll call upon them by name. We'll claim them by name, knowing that one day, yes, one day, we will rejoice with them again. Today, we remind ourselves of what the whole family of God's beloved might look like, and to think, too, about everyone who will become a part of God's family in the future. I think that's what Jesus is talking about in today's gospel, in his sermon, in this portion known as the Beatitudes. God's family, Jesus says, and I'm paraphrasing here, includes those who have no hope, those who have no joy, those who have no justice, those who have no peace, and it includes those who work, whose work is difficult, whose work is under or unappreciated, whose work even makes enemies. Did you hear yourself on that list? If you didn't, it's okay. Don't worry. I don't think Jesus meant for it to be a comprehensive list. 
only to point out to his followers and to you and to me that God's love includes people who need us, or importantly, even God's people who are not like us. Gosh, we live in a culture so focused on us and them. I believe that our hearts are heavy this day. We grieve the violence, the pain, the discord that even today comes from the divisions of us and them. But the family of God won't really be whole, my friends. That work of healing and restoring the broken world that Jesus says is so blessed won't be done until everyone is a part of the family. That's our challenge as saints of God. That's our faithful work. So on this All Saints Day, let's remember how much God loves each and every one of us. That good news will allow us to face the loss of the beloved we remember, because we know that God has loved and still loves each one of them so much and has brought them over from this new life into a newer life with God and all the saints. That knowledge will allow us to head out these doors today into the week, into the world, and lean into the challenges set before us to seek out that, that mysterious, sacred, and beautiful place within each and every person we encounter. Knowing that God will be there with us, encouraging us, encouraging us to bless this world that God loves so much. So I end where I began. Every single one of you are a child of God, cherished, blessed, unique, truly evidence of God's wonderful work in our broken world. In other words, the saints of God are just folk like me, and I mean to be one, too. Amen.